Hey there, welcome back to Hit It and Crit It. I am your host, an E.T. monster in an orange skin suit. To my right, we have Roboito. Oh, that's me. Uh, we have Joe, What's up? Bitch Babe Hoseliti, and... <laughs> <laughs> and uh rudy I just wait wait one second james can you say rudy's name for me no he can't i just i just want rudy. you to know rudy. Rudy. Yeah, i just want me. you to know that no, i lost the game dice. <sighs> ah. all right well thanks for killing our fan base oh yeah and this one goes out to kevin uh, i don't know kevin but just any kevin any kevin hey, man, listening kevin if you're you. listening Fuck you. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. Wow. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Kevin. You gotta, you gotta ask for Kevin's consent first. It's an aggressive start to this episode. All yeah, right. Everyone's having a bad day I'm today. A good yeah. today. Day. I'm in a good mood today. Um. So with that being the case ah uh, you thought you thought it's a, it's a, you can't you can't guess me. I'm forever gonna be on one ahead of you. Stand your toes. You guys remember where we left off? There was a door. And the princess is really uh, some kind of primordial goddess. That I is an assumption. <laughs> I, I don't think that was Somebody right. found their inner strength. No, that, I, was, that was it. I have no idea what's going on. We're at a door. Well, the princess I know what's out. going on. Yeah. She could have just been there. She's holding the scepter. Yeah. I know what's... You're not allowed to talk anymore. We all held the scepter at some point. I, I don't think I did. I don't think I did. Yeah. You, you don't touch anything anymore. Yeah, you're not allowed <laughs> to touch things. Until you get rid of that tree. Oh, yeah, all you right. still have that. Oh, I do. I'm proud of you. Giram's missing. He's my little guy. I would name him Root. Root? Yeah. Root. I am Root. Yeah. Someone somewhere there's a copyright. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, with, so, is there any questions about... The seemingly confusing standpoint uh, where we're confusing. at. I My mean, character we're about believes to find that out. she's a primordial we're goddess We're about to now. find out what she is. Okay. Or what the deal is. And uh, Giram, you're committing atrocities above. Okay. We don't know that. We don't know if that's Giram or not. He just has my hammer. You that's can't say it true. to me. <laughs> that's just not asleep. like that. If this was a court of law, that wouldn't be like a good defense. I want you to know that. Look, just because they killed him with my gum and it looked like me and I was in the vicinity at the time, does that make it me? I mean, kind Somebody of. Somebody gets it. <laughs> all um, right. All right. We will This hammer that. doesn't even fit in my hand. Like, how could it oh fit my God, me? No. These chicks don't even know the name of my band. <sighs> Moving Woo! on. Okay. The door opens and the princess um, is revealed there to you. Um standing with the scepter in her hand. It seems that her regalia is still in a graceful manner. It doesn't seem that uh, anything has been damaged or harmed on her body. Um, and her stare is that almost of a, an aristocrat um, looking at uh, or looking at their hands uh, and their servants. Um as she stares to the three of you, um, she ices at Mordecai and Alder before speaking very simply. Who are you? Uh, so is that like kind of nudges Mordecai? Um, we're the entertainment for the party later. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, that's <clears throat> yep. 
of sorts, entertainment of sorts. Hi, my name is Mordecai. She just kind of stares, almost wide-eyed and almost in a confused manner. Um, not necessarily that of uh, of any naivety, but that of genuine confusion of what was just explained to her. Party. Which uh, party is that? Oh, the, the, I, I pull out the invitation and I'm like, this one. As I say, gesturing towards the invitation. Yeah. Uh, also, she, do you know what happened here? There's just a lot of fire. She looks at the invitation and she looks to the hole in the ceiling of which used to be the staircase. Um, she sees the flames and the chaos ensuing above. Uh, here's the uh, cries of battle and finally seems to turn around observing the door of which she had just came through and then reobserving back to the party. Uh, uh, almost a look of dread entering her face as it begins to grow paler. What uh, what day is it? I honestly don't, I don't I, know what day I'm, it is. I'm yeah, not sure like what actual either. in-game day is it? Uh, you you don't know, to oh. be honest. Yeah, oh. we, we like missed two oh, days. That's right. and we, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, We're not sure like, either. Well, I mean, uh, from what the guard told us in the previous episode, um, we're like, how many days out from the party? Two, three, four? Uh, just, uh, are you you're talking about how many days? Until the, the invitation yeah. date happens. Oh, it was uh, two days. Yeah. And the invitation date is? Uh, it was on a Friday. Okay. So, so it's Wednesday. It might be Wednesday. Wow. We figured it out. Good job, guys. All right. Funny because we record on Wednesdays. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, it is Wednesday. So it's Wednesday. My dudes. Oh. Okay. Continuing. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think we should tell her it's Wednesday. My dudes. Uh, Wednesday of... Uh, she immediately begins to pace back and forth before observing the scepter in her hands. She makes a startled gasp and drops it to the floor. Can uh, can one of us... I'm going to try and catch it. I would like to stop him. Are you going to... No? No. We're not going to... just going to leave it on the floor? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Fine. What, what What's happening here? I... Where, where are my guards? Suzette... So would like to speak in primordial to her. Okay. Uh, and he would like to say, who are you? You do this and immediately her eyes snap back before the sound of cicadas could be heard in the distance. She allows her eyes to fall back down. You're who I've been waiting for. I see. Welcome. You took your time getting here. We were delayed a little. She turns to look at you, uh, your party once more. What happened to your fourth? <sighs> He's having fun upstairs. I see. 
Normally, the chaos that is bent here doesn't bleed into existence, so this must have been an outside influence. I assume. I can't really tell you. Suzette, Fest told me about your coming. Yep. I noticed that you have a direct link to the primordial plane, not to diminish the rest of your roles. However, be sure to keep each other alive. You're all going to be an incredible instrument in the plans to come. One has already entered before you. I don't know how far he's made it. He has this uncanny ability to make himself absent from existence. Soth. That's dramatic. Ooh. I can't waste too much time, so if you could please hand me the scepter. Um, uh, does Suzette feel like that's a horrible idea? Does Suzette feel like that's a horrible idea? Um, kind of, yeah. <laughs> um... Well, I like, is he picking up on anything? Like, yeah, is the scepter reacting? Yeah, Alder thinks that's you, a terrible you, idea. You could roll for insight to see if that's yeah, the yeah, best. Yeah. So, like, do, do I feel like the scepter's responding positively or negatively to uh, this? Yeah, go ahead and roll an insight, see if you can gauge the situation. I got a five. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. Um, so that dice other is than the current else. information at hand to you, nothing really picks up. Can I ask the scepter? How he feels about that? It feels about that. Let's not, you know, gender it. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, scepter. Uh, what exactly are you asking, uh, scepter? Are you okay being with her? Talking to a scepter. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Of the scepter's feelings, she kind of says with a. Uh, a non-physical air quote um, <laughs> are irrelevant to the situation. It is here to serve, as are you. The scepter, please. Did the scepter respond, though? The scepter did not. It is just currently enclosed on the ground. The red has stopped pouring from it the second, the moment it hit the ground. I'm just going to pick it up. Why can't... I ask her, why can't you touch the scepter? Why can't you pick it up? There needs to be a certain level of trust and will and and cooperation between our two bodies. That is all she explains for uh, what it's worth. All right, I'm I'm just gonna go for it. Yeah, Mordecai, you grab it. Whoop. It does I, not react whatsoever. I I guess I hand it over. To Suzette to hand over to I the princess. Just, I, I'm not gonna touch it. I just like to. I point to the princess. Mordecai moves it over to the princess. She grabs it. And the sounds of cicadas cease. I don't like this. As she does so, she immediately takes a deep breath of air, <gasps> and she kind of immediately scuttles back. She glances at you three before the scepter immediately erupts the helix of red pouring out again please I I don't before she can finish the sentence 
the scepter seems to glow in a bright light. There's a sound of magic immediately dispelling a reverberating whistle from the ethereal plane before Giram is brought into existence. Your patron does not own you. You are needed for a higher purpose, she kind of says in a strained voice, seeming seemingly directly to Giram. Giram <clears throat> sorry, Giram takes a deep breath in. What have you done? I've done what is required. The chaos will ensue above, but we are running out of time. I... She is seemingly fighting each word that comes out of her mouth. And it very visibly seems to be taking a toll on her body. She grows more pale by the second, and her veins begin to press out against her skin. They turn black, and her eyes slowly begin to glaze over. Almost as if like a fog is rolling in along the whites of her eyes. Go through the door of Requiem. She reaches out with the scepter. Enact. Enact the ritual. Go now. So, do I know about everything that's happened upstairs? Uh, you know that you were in your room and now you're here. Okay. All right. How long has it been? Are you asking us? Yeah. Not that long. Door? Door? I point to Mordecai, Alder. Door. 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 Mine? And then I walk through the door. I'm going to have to name this episode Door. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, with this, she holds out the scepter. Take it. You'll need it. Mordecai? Yeah, buddy. You Do you want to take the scepter? Yeah, take the scepter. I Yes, I will gladly take the scepter. I take the scepter. We're going to need like a bad idea tally. <laughs> like mark it down. As you take the scepter, immediately your hand seems to grip onto it tightly. You can feel an untappable arcane knowledge begin to course through you, almost as if you were presented a box of the greatest prize you could possibly think of for your character, but no key to open it. That's upsetting. All right. As you proceed through the store, I'm assuming everyone's going through? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I would also like to ignite my sword. And be ready. Okay. You ignite your sword. You step through the door into the darkness. And as you step out, or step through rather, you are seemingly in an incredibly different place. Thankfully, it doesn't seem to be as doom and gloom as the former door of Requiem you went through. This place details almost... Uh, what could be some sort of 
jungle-like ruin. However, rather than hearing the sounds of a forest, there is that of a great wind rushing through uh, many different uh, crevices or um, drafts that are somehow eluding you throughout this hall. You can see a destroyed wall uh, to your left up just ahead, and it appears to peer out towards the sky. The The room itself seems to have different leaves, vines, and different foliage growing through the cracks of the tiles along the floor and the what's left of the current working walls. This corridor seems to go down to a larger room um, of which seems to have a altar of some sort or maybe an effigy sitting in the uh, middle of it. It's a little too far to see currently. All right. I'd like to just kind of take a look into the surroundings, see if there's any immediate danger. Um, Go ahead and roll investigation for me. I'd like to uh, do an inventory on all my stuff. Sure thing. It's a 19. Uh, 19 for investigation. Inventory shows that you have everything currently. However, you seem to have this strange new brand going up along your arm, almost as if it's like a tattoo um, of what appears to be um, thorn, uh, uh, essentially uh, thorned ink linings running up along where your veins lie. Um, with that... Your, with your role, says that you notice that this place definitely seems to be almost on the brink of collapsing. Uh, the the stone does look incredibly loose, and by the size, uh, by the look of that hole in the wall uh, overhead, there's not a sound structure under you. Whatever you're on seems to be hanging over, uh, uh, hanging over maybe a cliff or some sort of drop, rather than actually being on solid ground itself. All right, I uh, relay that information to the rest of the party. Uh, we can either try to take it slow, make sure we don't crush or break anything, or we could just floor it. I think slow and steady might be the best way to go. Yeah, I agree. I, I wouldn't be able to take it fast anyway. <laughs> I'm What? I'm just saying. Nothing. I'm a gimpy boy. I, so that definitely makes a face, though. Um, all right, so uh, moving forward, kind of like I, I, I'm going to use like the sword to kind of like tap the stones in front of me to make sure that they're safe. Okay. Uh, you do so, and you do notice um, as you tap one of them, um, maybe walking about five feet, um, you notice that it actually shifts with just the slightest bit of pressure. Okay. Uh, I'd like to kind of like then basically like tap the ones on either side and see if they move or not um as you touch uh, it's a, there's probably about 20 on each side uh of these uh smaller stones um as you tap uh tap each one it takes a moment or two um that is the only one that seems to shift all right i'd like to ignore like try to go around that one doing the same kind of feeling out i point to mordecai you want to do something similar with your cane yeah sure i'll pretty much do the same thing why don't we just like split that sides say, yeah like yeah so so i'll go to the right of that stone you can go on the left yeah and then i'll follow behind mordecai okay i'll follow is it okay okay um you continue through and begin 
um, to go down this corridor, constantly checking. Um, um, and you do find uh, every now and then uh, a few of these shifting stones. And I assume you are yeah. traveling around them. Mm-hmm. Travel around, make sure I call them out so that whoever that, you know, whoever's behind me doesn't step on them. Okay. Uh, with each step you take, um, you have almost a sense of dread starting to overcome you. Um, with each step, the ground seems less and less secure. Not physically, however, it feels as though any moment this is going to give way and you're going to plummet. This feeling continues to uh, crawl deeper and deeper into your mind. Go ahead and roll a wisdom save for me, everyone. Nineteen. Ooh, Matt, twenty. Whoa, fifteen. Alder, wait for wait for That's it. That's a seven. <laughs> oh no. You're all continuing, and Mordecai, you actually begin to feel a pull. It's at this moment you realize that there's some sort of magic in here that's trying to pull at you, that's trying to influence you. And it's at this moment you realize that Older has completely stopped progression. He is frozen stiff, paralyzed. Older, the next step you take very well could be your last. It could very well be the one that sends you into the abyss below. That sends you coursing on these winds that rush through this hall and carries you away to your death. Does that throw him? I gotta throw him. I know. I, I would like to make my way over to him though, and like feel it out, make sure I don't step on anything. Okay. Uh, you make your way back, and you're able to recognize which uh, which stones have shifted and not. Um, you make it to Alder, who is currently frozen there, bug eyed. I wave uh, the flaming sword in front of his face. Can I move? You, everything in your being is telling you not to. Okay. You all right? I'm not going to move. Uh, I'd like to go stand behind him. Okay. And then push him forward. Okay. Uh, you push him forward. Roll a strength for me. I'm going to roll for you here, Alder, okay. real quick. Wow, that's a nat one. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Roll a six-sided for me, says that. Do I have to? Yes, you do. Right. <laughs> Roll another one. I got a four. Uh, you, be, you place your hand on his back, and you begin to push him. Alder, you reach um, immediately. With, without much control of your actions, you reach around, and you grab Suzette. Mm-hmm. Um by the collar of his armor and you actually yank him in front of you. Oh, it's unexpected. Um, with this adrenaline filled strength, um, you kind of yank him in front of you and throw him away. You're absolutely convinced that if he had moved you at all, that would have been the end. Mm-hmm. You just saved yourself and possibly everyone else's life. Okay. So I have a crazy idea. Are you saying this out loud? Yeah. Is it to punch him in the face as hard as possible? I was gonna say use my warhammer as like a like a club, you know, like croquet and try to hit him forward. That's um, Corey, how you can I'm kill a man, people. not a ball. <laughs> I, Does croquet I, exist in this world, Corey? Is there what? Is there croquet in this world? 
Uh, only in the uh, divine aristocracy. Ah, fuck that. No thanks. You're I have so another idea. Here. How much more of this walkway is there? Like, are we almost at the end? About or? fifteen feet to the end. Okay, I'm not gonna waste a spell for this. We there's got to be some way we Look, can do this without any magic infused. We're all in front of you. We're fine. Fucking get over it and move. Does that make me feel any better? No. <laughs> no, it's uh, essentially like being on a tightrope and the person at the end of the tightrope saying, we made it just fine. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't move. I like to very calmly and rationally approach him. Okay. And then headbutt him in the face. Oh. Roll oh. to hit. <laughs> On advantage, technically. Since he can't move to avoid it. That's not great. That's a three. And then the advantage is a seven, but strength would be, so it'd be a ten. Is that your armor class? No. <laughs> no, I, I think I have an is armor class is a nine. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's like a sixteen. Uh, um, yeah, it's sixteen. Alder, you. How do I just know your armor class? Is that weird? You duck down. So. You duck down to avoid the headbutt, and as you do so, your body screams in defiance at the sudden movement. Roll a wisdom um, for me, real quick. All right. Oh God, that's not much better. <laughs> <laughs> ten. Oh, we got ten. That, that is better though. Um, as you do so. Slightly better. As as you uh, squat down, it kind of dawns upon you that that sudden weight movement should have shattered the floor. You should have fell through there. Oh. But you didn't. Okay. And with that, your muscles begin to slightly relax. As before... The walkway you are all just traveling on immediately begins to crumble and collapse behind you. Um, can 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 I run this? <laughs> You're about to try. All right. <laughs> yeah, we should. I'm better at running than wisdom. <laughs> That's a. <laughs> I want a shirt that says that. <laughs> First merch. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be uh, decks for everyone. Advantage on um, Mordecai and Giram. The decks? Yes. I'm fucked. Uh, 15 for Mordecai. Is this, ath- uh, is this athletics or acrobatics? It's or is it just uh, It's a deck save. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Mine <laughs> is going to be a 16. Giram got an 18. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, Uh-oh. It's going to be 12. Okay. Oh. I'm high. It, it, I'm getting just negatives toward my stuff now. Mm. Just barely. <laughs> oh. One, le- one <laughs> less. <laughs> um, you begin sprinting, and the ground begins uh, collapsing in behind you. Each tile falls by itself each in unison each falling um as if in a coordinated uh synchronized act uh as they plummet down you can see them tumble and smash against the 
the inclined cliff below. Um, cliff is actually a poor word. This actually seems to be somewhat of the side of a mountain almost. And as you run and make it to this large room, there is a sudden silence. Once you're in this large room, the path seems to have continued falling. However, there's no sound. The drafts are gone. The sound of the tiles slamming against the mountainside is gone. Can it's I, just you in this room. Can I like reach out my sword past the like the room that we're in to where the walkway was to see if it meets any resistance? Like kind of take a jab at where the floor would have been? Uh, yeah. Uh, so you take a jab at where the floor would have been and you don't feel anything. All right. <coughs> so um, as you turn and observe the room before you, there is a, as stated, a large altar um, in the center of the room. And though you're not sure how, you feel like you know what it represents. The altar itself just seems to be a large construct of and in a almost obelisk like fashion of what appears to be tiny um studded metal uh just jagging out all mel melded together. The metal itself all seems to be in a perfect almost pyramid or triangle like fashion it almost seems to just be almost a crystallized construct however for some reason deep within you you know this to be a person you know this to be maybe less of a person but something at least something ancient something conscious and as you stare upon this effigy you notice behind it is a door uh another door that rather symbol or looks to be very similar to that of a door of requiem it could very well just be another exit an exit to the land that you have just entered can i roll to see exactly what this altar is what exactly like are you trying to roll? For or who it is? You're, okay, so you're trying to attain what this altar represents yeah. or who it could... Yeah, you can roll a religion or a history. I'd like to help. I'm going to do history because I feel like religion would be weird. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I don't believe in the gods, but I know all about them. I'd like to uh, check the rest of the room and see if there's anything else. Okay. Roll investigation for me, Suzette. I'd actually like to do the same as well, if I may. Okay. Very well. Four. What the shit? You don't remember any phallic-looking gods. Oh. All right. All right. <laughs> I got a six. Wow. Good job, guys. I got a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I had that investigation. I got an 11, which doesn't sound great, but compared to the two of you, I sound amazing. Well, you I got a nat one. I get minus twos toward them. Oh, my and God. And what did you get? I got a six. 
I rolled a six. Can we rename our group four. the Dummy Brigade? <laughs> I rolled a four and got a six. The Dummy Thick Brigade? What? No. Nope. No. No. <laughs> Mordecai. Dummy Thick, yes. You find something. You're the only one that's found something. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a crimson plague. <laughs> <laughs> I said Mordecai, not Alder, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you find um, what appears to be a tiny triangular piece of paper almost as if someone folded a piece of paper over and over again until they couldn't possibly fold it anymore um you can only do that a certain amount of times i'm gonna point this out you point you, sh- you, you should mordecai open points to a triangle piece of paper on the ground you should open it do not touch that you should open it alder touches everything i vote he touches it i'll open it oh. thank you alder i would like to open it <laughs> Don't Oh no So Alder opens Yes <laughs> Why and, and a bunch of Crimson Plague falls out As he does cause... so the sound of cicadas Could be heard oh, once more God. And from this Statue The Metal shards all begin To erupt off All in midair it seems to be, it's almost a beautiful spectacle. I'd like to dive uh, to the As point. they meld off, uh, the metal absolves off of them and they all turn into these little paper constructs. All of which begin to pierce into Alder's body. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Way to fuck up. I'm proud of you. Mordecai, you should have picked it up. <laughs> oh my god, he'd be so dead. I would <laughs> be so, so dead. dead. So how much how I'm rolling. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Just for uh, I, I just I I just want to know real quick. Yeah. Can you remind us in the audience how much health you have? Eighteen. Oh. <laughs> uh, Okay. Did I survive? <laughs> As each one pierces into him, he almost remains in a completely still format. Uh, it seems like each impact didn't really actually um, force any sort of weight or blow to mortality to him. Alder, yes? Is there something you want to say? I won't take them out. Okay. Like, that's <laughs> what I think this is. Never remove foreign objects from your body. Yes. Alder thinks, I shouldn't take these. <laughs> and then he immediately collapses with 28 damage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Is he dead? He's bleeding out. I'm going to walk up to him and cast Barely Dying. So, oh, hey. you're... All right. <laughs> you're okay. Am I? <laughs> you stabilized you, so you're not bleeding out anymore. So I don't have to do death saves. No. no. Okay. Basically at like zero. So I'm gonna go up to him. This is how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go up to him and, you know, do my incantation and slap him in the face. Well, oh no, God! I oh, never mind. Yeah, no. you do that. Oh God. <laughs> Great. Never mind. Thanks, bud. <laughs> you revive me and then fucking murked uh, me. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for all the shards to go into Garum. That's why. Oh, uh, no. Oh, God. 
He slaps you. Yes. And brings you back to stability. <laughs> to which he notices that some of those paper pieces are stuck to his hand. Is it all of them that were in that area on my face or just some of them? Uh, just some of them. Oh. Because the rest of them mm. are currently finding their way into Garam's back. Ugh. <clears throat> Though each time this happens, this statue does seem to become more and more visible. You can clearly see um, as these are flying off and as each one uh, begins to um, uh, find their way into Garam's back, um, the statue becomes more and more clear. There appears to be a, a figure under this almost. Um, it seems to be a humanoid uh, figure of which you can see a leg uh, standing straight out at the tip of the altar and then a, an, elbow, an elbow beginning to form on the altar or where the altar stands on the upper body portion of it. Um, this, however, is due to the fact that a lot of these paper shreds are finding themselves into Giram's body in which case Giram... Not too bad. Take 16 damage. All right. Giram likes torture, so what's up? This is kinky for Giram. I uh, take a candle out of my priest pack. Sounds funny, right? Um, I take it and I'd like to just toss it at like, I'll take one candle each and toss it at each of them trying to hit one of the little triangular pieces. Okay. Um, you do so. Uh, and as you toss each of these candles, um, the pieces actually rip out of them. And rip is a bad, poor word. They actually just kind of slide out of them. They were such clean cuts that um, there's no further damage to the skin as they leave. Um, but you all do look like a trick of... Is it, what is it? Trichodecophobia if you're afraid of holes? Uh, something like you're that. You're like those people's worst Your nightmares is right better now. Than mine. It's holy phobia. Um, <sighs> no, that's fear of the church. I have that. Uh. However, these paper uh, pieces remove from you and they all swarm around these candles. And before the candles even reach the ground, they halt in the air as these paper pieces swarm around them. They almost are just kind of spinning, almost as if there's no gravity left. And as they continue to spin there, the flame snuffs and the pieces return back onto the statue. Oh, hmm. great. Hmm. The statue's now reloaded. So you said that, that it went towards the candle while it was lit, but once it went, was stopping lit, it no longer? Correct. Anyone have a torch? <laughs> so I might have I one. also think I might. Let me see. Cool. poison spray. <laughs> torches? I'd like some torches. Um, I'd actually like to cast Identify hey, on the statue. Before we move too much. Yes. Your, your sword was sheathed, correct? You sheathed your sword? Uh, so while I was running, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to run with a sword. What am I done? I just wanted to assume. But um, 
your cast identify on this? Yes. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Identify. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if he had a, like a grand gesture. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mordecai's grand gesture is... He like, does that thing where you take your fingers and you make them look like glasses around your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, identify. <laughs> Actually, yeah, screw it. I'm just going to like wave my cane over like the the image of what I want to identify and just... It's an effigy of Jerachmus. And mm-hmm. you do note that it seems to be also while an effigy of Jerachmus, which uh, is meant to protect his sacred grounds, um, it is also an arcane lock. Uh, what? I, I you really remember the first the requi- door of Requiem? Yeah. And how you had to solve a puzzle to open it? Oh, so this is the puzzle we have to solve to open it. Okay. Sweet. I'm glad I'm almost dead. Alder says solid, with heavy sarcasm. You're at a solid one. It's okay. People have been worse. Also, I have an explorer's pack. I assume that there are torches in there? Yes. Are there sconces around the effigy? Anywhere? I had a bunch of blight root. Uh, sconces as in... Things to hold, like candles or torches? Yes. Um, All of those things. So there are... there. There's... um. If if Since you are looking for them, there's... Uh, they could be sconces. Um, there's essentially four um, iron, um, what appear to be iron clasps almost, um, that are hanging at the bottom of the effigy right before the actual uh, uh, effigy itself starts on the uh, uh, foundation of it. Though they appear to be too wide to actually hold any torches. Would they fit like a hand or a wrist? You said they're clasps, but they like manacles um they're they're not actually manacles no it, it appears to be to to better explain this it is a solid uh, structure piece mm-hmm. um so it is it dial there it is connected to a rod that's connected to the foundation and at the end of the rod a oh, solid circle it's like a little okay almost like a cup holder okay yeah. it's but it's like a cup holder not a cup right all right um would I know if the candle or, um, like, would a candle fit in there or would it be big enough to fit, like, a torch? Uh, it's, it's too big to fit either a candle or a torch. Okay. I have sticks of incense. Oh, yeah, but those are smaller than a candle and a torch. This is larger than both of those. Okay. Uh, I'd like to talk to Mordecai. Um, I'm guessing it's, it's attracted to life force or heat. Okay. The metal shards. If we want to uncover the whole statue, we need to find a way to set enough things on fire. I have sacred Was frame. Your sword not light on fire. Yeah, I'd rather not have a bunch of things come right at me. I have. S- I meant just like the sconces with your fire. There's nothing in them. Oh, they're just, wait. They're empty holders for something else. Ah, uh, we don't have any. Hmm. And it's too wide for a torch to sit comfortably in. We have nothing in general that's just flammable. I mean, anything Clothes. can be flammable. I mean, like... Speaking from experience. Any scrap parchment, anything. I'm sure you could burn clothing. I have an extra robe that I can just toss up. I can yeah, do I sacred bl- flame. I have and- a blanket. Okay. Um, I mean, I probably have some sort of sleeping wear. Okay. I could burn. I'm sure I have some sort of spare garment as well. We could try that out. 
for right. starters. Like drape them into the like each one and then set them on fire simultaneously. Because I awesome. feel like because they're gonna circ they're gonna circle and them circling it. How? I feel like that's the air pressure that makes it go out. How many of them are there? The little sconces. Uh, there are four. Four. Yeah, I think four we need to set off all four at the same time. All right. Yeah. Um. Before doing that, real quick, I want to investigate um the door at least, or just any of the other more important looking things in this room. While he does this, I'd like to t- put on my goggles. Hey. Okay. Um, Nightmare. Investigate time. on that door, please. Um. One sec. Uh, you're putting on your goggles, Garam. Uh, as you put on. Uh, the goggles, you notice that the altar itself, or the effigy rather, uh, and the door are both glowing red, whereas the sconces seem to have a uh, almost a uh, blackish hue to them. It'd be one thing if the it, it it's 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 hard to say that they are glowing black um they more so just have almost a natural aura about them that irradiates this darkness so that's an 18 for investigation uh 18 on investigation reveals um that this door seems to be uh incredibly un almost untouched um at, at first it uh, by untouched i mean it's so dusted over however you notice that it's not dust but it appears to be some sort of cinder residue uh cinder being a magical arcane flame uh that actually comes from the hells um i gesture to Zazette to come over here and take a look at the cinder explain to him L fire, arcane fire, magic fire. Okay, so we need a fire that won't go out then? Most likely. Are you capable of that? I don't think I am. Uh, no, under, I under don't. Under Suzette's breath, I, he I, just goes, what's this wizard useful for? I don't have any spells that can just maintain fire. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Is there anything else in the room aside from the effigy, said, aside from the door? Just there's that any- piece of paper. Other than that, it just seems that this is all the room has to offer. Hmm. What yeah. if I can cast Sacred Flame? Does it set things on fire? Yes. Does it ever go out? From what I see, nothing. It doesn't go out. It says all it says for duration is instantaneous. So it's like a flash fire. We could give it a shot. Use it, but I want you to use it on the piece of paper first. The small okay. one on yeah. the ground. Yeah. Okay. I, I would like to try. I that. would like to move his body without touching anything that might be in him, and I'm, I'm pointing to Alder. Okay. So I don't know. Achilles him, drag him by the ankle away from the paper. Okay. I'm still awake, aren't I? Yeah, but you're useless. (laughs) At this point, you're basically a a floor rug. A very lumpy floor rug. Like one of those bear rugs? (laughs) Yeah, but like less. I'm going to cast 
uh, Sacred Flame on that piece of paper first. Okay. You cast Sacred Flame on the paper, um, in which case the effigy immediately begins to absolve its metal. It rushes over to that paper, um, these paper shreddings that uh, absolve off of it, and it begins to wrap itself around that flame until eventually the flame is snuffed. Can you keep lighting and it? They like just keep it going? Yeah, I can try. I mean, it's a cantrip. I could just keep doing it. But that might not be a bad idea. Keep doing that for a little bit. Let's see what happens. All right. Uh, as you uh, light it again, they once again rush over to snuff it out. Are you going to continue to try to light them? Uh, like- before it looks like it's going to snuff out, I want to cast it again. So okay. just so oh it maintains consistency, like there's like it doesn't snuff okay. in a sense. You're basically like Roy Mustanging it. Yeah. Hey. You light it again, and a few more come off of the altar. However, these ones seem to immediately stab themselves into your hand, in which case they begin to climb up your arm a little bit. However, they stop at the elbow. These time, this time it doesn't seem that they all try to essentially for lack of a better word end you but uh, you do end up taking five damage how's that little piece of paper down looking uh, completely unscathed okay do you, did you mentioned the cinder to us right yeah do I know what that is and what the properties of it are as a paladin, yes, you do know, um, because it's one of the most damning things about Hellfire is that the Cinder fired, unless hit with some sort of blessing or some sort of magical uh, magical water, it is unextinguishable. Okay. And do I know, looking around the room again, is there anything that hints... That there might be a way to get Cinder in here? Um, it does not appear so, but you can try to re-roll an investigation since you are looking for something yeah. specific. All right. Uh, I've, I'd like to mention to Suzette the different auras that I've seen with the goggles. Okay. Oh, so that's a three. Fucking terrible. No, there, there doesn't seem to be any sort of Cinder deposit. All right. So we need an everlasting fire. Oh, wait a minute. You said there's cinder residue on the door, right? Correct. Yes. I'd like to take a torch and rub it along the door. Okay. And then I'd like to put it... Oh, shit. You said it wouldn't fit in the sconce? It would not. Shit. What... W- the size of it, like, what would fit? A log. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fuck. Um, You were saying something, Mordecai? No. um, Lost lost my train of thought. I'll get back to you in a minute. What's a train? I lost my wagon of thought. (laughs) I'll get back. Caravan. Caravan. Oh, lost my caravan of thought. I'll get back to you in a minute. I was going to ask Alder what he wanted to do, and then I realized Alder's basically knocked the fuck I, out. Yeah, I'm not sure what to do. Um, Am I unconscious, or... You are you're just feel real bad right now, but All you're right. awake. All right. 
feel like you have millions of little holes all over your body that are bleeding currently. Because I do. Yeah. Mm. not bleeding they're just like doing that thing where it's edges with blood but nothing actually ever drips mm. edges with blood is the name of my new punk band mm, nice what were you saying about the oars Agarum the effigy itself and the the door have like a red aura but the sconces I believe were black or had their own diff- had a different aura than the effigy and the the door hmm there's nothing in the room, like any just wooden pieces. There's not like a desk. There's just nothing else in this room. I don't see anything. So I know we put all of our spare garments and whatnot into these sconces. Should we take a risk and light them? Or I guess like we each take one on the count of four, light them. Yeah. All right, uh, okay. So explain exactly what you're lighting them. So we're going to take like garments, like I have a blanket, one out. We're going to kind of drape them over or stuff them into the, into the sconce. And okay. then I would like to rub my blanket along the door as well. Okay. And then put the torch like in the middle. I'll do the same with my uh, extra robe. I'll just rub it against, do the same thing that Suzette is doing. Okay. Yeah, I'll do the same, but with my poncho. And I'm gonna like toss a flaming arrow into it. I don't want to be anywhere near it when it when it goes off. Okay. I'm gonna toss a spare garment in there, and you want a yeah. candle? Would you like a candle so you could throw it from a decently safe distance? Yeah, I'll take a candle, but I think I can light a candle with prestidigitation. So. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So. So we could just actually put the candle in. Yeah. In like on top of the blanket, and you can just light them. Yeah. You can do Perfect. three at once, right? Yes. But yeah, three effects going. But here's the thing. Uh, I'm a very weak boy, and I'm afraid that if something goes wrong, and I take the butt end of all the damage, I'll probably just die. Sounds like a real you problem. It's okay. Light him up. You'll be okay. So I'm gonna quick, light mine. Mordecai, y'all light yours. Mordecai, explain to me one more time exactly how you're lighting yours. Press the digitation. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna like, I have like a little tinder box thing. I'm just gonna light mine. From oh. the candle and toss it in there. Right. So on the count of three. Wait a minute. Does anybody else have like a match that I could use? Sounds horrible. On the God count of three. It. Yeah. Three, two, yeah. one. Or three, one, two, yeah. one, two three. three. Go. Okay. You also throw drinks. your garments into this, uh, into these swirling aura aura fields that you were able to see Giram, and as they light a blaze, uh, three of the four seem to resonate with a a strange-looking flame um, rather than Mordecai's, which seems to be a normal flame. Um, the strange-looking flame seems to be... You didn't rub it on the door. Uh, you didn't rub your garment on the door. It seems... Oh. It seems to be irradiating this... Um, heat that is it feels incredibly intense for a single moment before immediately it's freezing the flames begin to uh, turn black and then red and they begin to shift and resonate between these two colors the pieces from these effigies begins to split off I'd, to these four sconces. While this is happening, I'd like to really quick grab another piece of cloth 
and rub it on the door and throw it into the fourth one that wasn't there. Roll decks for me. All right. Hey, so that's a nat one. Oh, no. Six-sided. Doing real well, guys. That's a five. Okay. You notice um, the slight difference. So you try to correct it immediately. You turn and uh, sprint towards the door. You somehow lose your footing and you end up falling down before you even reach the door. Somebody want to help? I'll help. Yeah. It's too late. You were too slow. The pieces begin to go around these four sconces, uh, in which case three of them, no matter how much the paper pieces begin to rotate around them, do not extinguish, whereas the fourth does extinguish, and it completely shreds and destroys what was thrown into it. But the other three are still going strong? The other three still seem to be oh, going so strong with the... We just need to relight it then. Well, with the... We with need to rub the... cinder. Yeah, with the, the cinder. Door. All right, so let's try this again. Yes. Take an article of clothing. Yes. Rub it on the, the door. Doing so. We can put the candle in it, chuck it in there, and you can light it. Yes. All right, on the count of three. So what clothing are you? Because I don't think you have any more clothing. I have extra clothing. I couldn't take the same piece. It's not so got shredded. It's shredded. Right yeah. bits. Man. All right. Yeah, I have, I have extra clothing. Um, so I'll take like a shirt or whatever. Okay. Same thing. Rub it on the door. Put a candle in it. Toss it into the thing. You can light it. Three, two, one, go. This lights up as well in the same fashion. And as it does so, the last bits of the effigy remove themselves and begin to attempt to extinguish this flame. However, nothing happens. And the revealed effigy from under all of these metal pieces seems to be that of a tall, slender figure you wouldn't exactly call them mortal um something about them seems incredibly different um the figure itself seems to have arms that are relative or about the size of a normal human body um that ex uh extend upwards past its strange pyramid like uh helmet um its neck seems incredibly thin um, so much so that a single hand could wrap around it. It seems to be wearing long, intricate robes of which the details seem to be too old or damaged to exactly make out. And it seems to have its four uh, fingers, including that, including the thumb, um, intertwined in each other as almost as if in prayer. With this, this effigy seems to turn on its own. The pyramid upon its head slowly begins to open. And as it turns to face the door, a large red aura begins to emanate from this mask before a large fireball is shot out. Uh, it's more so a cinder ball, I should say. And as it ignites along this door, the door itself is forced open. A large, sickly, uh, a large, 
sickly thick smoke emanates, blocking vision of what lies past the door. Look around. How are you feeling? Alder? Terrible. I'd like to give you 10 health points. Aw, thanks. No, not thanks. You owe me. I took like 1100 for the team. Maybe you should stop touching stuff. <laughs> it was a thing. So you said that there's just a massive fog. Uh, yes, there's like a, yeah, a, a thick looking smoke. I would like to uh, bow my head to the statue of Drachmas and then head through the door. I'll follow him. Uh, yeah, follow through the door. You know, that's not a bad idea. Before fully going through the door, I'm going to bow as well and then quickly turn and go through. Okay. As you walk through, you are brought to what appears to be a almost a fey sanctuary. Stepping through the smoke, um, you are able to see what appears to be a large, uh, a large tree from the cataclades resting in the middle of this circular-like room of which the rest of which seems to be completely covered in thick green foliage. Um, butterflies are actually seen roaming about uh, this sanctuary. You can see that of what appears to be a single unicorn actually grazing. The rocks and terrain here all seem to be natural, almost as if you had just found this in the wild. A large sunlight begins to pour into the room from what presumably is just an open, uh, open ceiling. It's too bright to actually see up there. The, uh, the glare from the blind, uh, from the radiance of this light is too immense to possibly see past it to actually observe the sky. So who's like who's gonna go in? I mean, we're already in there. Oh, we're already th- we're we've already walked through. Yes, this okay. is passing through the smoke, which okay. has yet okay, to I dissipate. See. I see. Uh, take a look around. Yeah. Um, is there anything in particular you're looking for other than what was described? I'm gonna put my goggles on. Okay. Or I already have them on, but I want to see around and see what it looks like through the goggles uh, looking through the goggles the only thing you can see is a blinding blue aura coming from the tree uh, I tell Suzette there's a blinding blue aura coming from that tree uh, I guess we can head towards the tree okay but I would like us to be like kind of like in a diamond formation so we're all facing a different direction as we move towards the tree okay uh, you begin to move towards the uh, towards that tree. As you approach this, can I have a wisdom save from everyone? Oh joy! That's better. That's so much better. I got an eight. I got a twelve. Twenty-two. Ah. Nineteen. Alder and Giram. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I'd make it, but no. As you approach, you notice that your your two other party members cease. This is because they are currently 
hearing a voice. Is that Mordecai? You hear the voice of a woman whispering to you. Retreat. Fall back. There's nothing for you here. Does Sissette understand that this is like something trying to mess with his mind? You just hear an ethereal echo of a voice. But it doesn't sound like Roth, right? It does not sound like Roth. So that's going to pull out his knife, take the tip, and just put it into his left palm a little. Okay. Uh, you do so. And as you do so, you actually see what appears to be tran- uh, transient, um, slightly writ- glowing hands. Um place themselves gently under the hand that you had recently stabbed um, and the other hand uh, gently cupping over it. You feel a warm, loving hold of this hand and as these hands remove themselves, you're healed. There is no need. This is no illusion. This is no attempt at a trick, says it. There's nothing for you here. Only ruin. Retreat. You hear, you're hearing all of this as well, Mordecai, even if, when it is addressing Suzette. Yeah. Ruin is what I'm here for. There is silence for a moment. I understand. And know that I forgive each and every one of you. Thank you. I'm sorry. As stated, there's a sudden absence in the room. The unicorn immediately snaps its attention oh, to your party. Are we going to fight a unicorn? I'd like to draw my bow. <laughs> not that that's going to do anything in realization, but <laughs> no, well, why not? Takes out a pen and paper, draws his bow. <laughs> it's a bow tie. Ah, <laughs> yeah. You, uh, you draw your bow. And... As you do so, um, the sounds of cicadas can be heard. The unicorn itself seems to immediately turn and gallop away. As just under it, a large fist of some sort just kind of immediately unearths itself from the ground. Okay, that's an issue. Um, do I know what could do something like that? Um, do I know anything? Are you talking about something from like the wild? Yeah, or just something that maybe I've come in contact with? Um, you're a monster hunter. I am. Roll. Uh, yeah, roll inside for that. Huh. Uh, uh, hold on. Garam with the goggles, are you seeing anything weird? 
Do I see anything weird? That'd be 17. 17? Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, you do. And yes, you notice that the, the, the same blue aura is coming from this fist, of which is slowly beginning to unearth itself. You know what it is. It's usually only driven by magic. Okay. It uh, is a clay golem. Ooh. I guess in like a broken breathy tone, but I'm like, hey guys, that's a, that's a clay goblin or a golem. I'm sorry. Clay golem. That's probably bad news. It is bad news. That's not good. I look at my forearm and I'd like to see if anything happens. If I just, I want to mess around with like the, the thorns around my forearm and See if anything happens. Nothing seems to happen. Okay. Whatever's here seems to be, and you only notice it now that you're actually trying to call to the darkness within you. Ah. Something here seems to be um, suppressing your link. Damn it. How do I feel about my link? Um, When trying to call your link, um, you feel... It's definitely foggy. However, while something is attempting to suppress, uh, while something is uh, attempting or successfully suppressing his link, it definitely seems a little bit harder to suppress your link while something else is actually bolstering it somewhat. All right. You still have the scepter, right? Yes. Okay. Hmm. And you said that the unicorn and the tree, or not the unicorn, the golem and the tree have the same aura? Yeah. Do I know any weaknesses about the golem or anything like that? Um. So, yeah, you do know that, uh, well, here, actually. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Just hand him the book. Let me, let me think my thoughts. Yeah, what I'm thinking is if the the golem and the tree are connected, we may have a better chance against the tree. <laughs> <laughs> See, you think that. Oh, man. Uh, the oh. tree kicks our ass. Yeah. Cut down the tree of the golem's life. Yeah, that's just a thought. Oh, I'd like man. to throw that out there. So, I got... Good news? I was going to say I have good news and bad news. <laughs> I... I have good news. I know what the bad news is. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Alder, no. Uh, it, it's, it's immune to most things. Pretty much everything here would, yeah, yeah. It's it's immune to anything that we could do to it. Necrotic damage as well? It's not alive. Um, Right? It's like... Yeah. It's I, I don't think so. I don't think you can target it necessarily that way. Um, hmm. it has different forms. Do I know what form it's in? Um, it just seems to uh, currently be waking up right okay. now. Okay. Okay. Um, is there like another door? It, does, right here? it, it can <laughs> take a form that is one hundred percent immune to everything. So I don't know if necrotic could do anything because it is technically clay. Is it susceptible to? Uh, no, there's like poison? no, there's no weaknesses <laughs> no. on this. Not even mental. No, it's just everything it's gonna do to fuck us. <laughs> <laughs> well, this sounds great. 
Um, I, I don't want to just like read directly from, but I, I, I would say like Alderwood basically in his mind be like, oh yeah, I remember. It's resistant to most stuff, and it's really they're really tough. They're not smart, but if it is supposedly linked to the tree, maybe we can trick it into punching the tree. Uh, that was my. Can idea. I roll nature for the tree? Well, like, do I know anything I about the, the tree? Idea. Um, only what you know about the. Uh, Cataclade trees already, okay. um, which is you're Touch not them. gonna find any of them in the forest because they only populate in the Cataclades. So, I have so an we're Id- officially in the Cataclades. Okay, which yeah, is fun. yeah, that's cool. Uh, I have so an before Id- I die, I just wanted to let you guys. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. What little I know. I wanted to say, what if we make a run for it towards the tree, keeping the the tree between us and the golem at all times. So when it tries to move like towards us, we play shift the, the other way. worst game of keep away. Yeah, you want to kite it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How far is the tree from us? Uh, Garam, can you use your goggles to view any type of aura on the scepter? Yeah. Um, I put my goggles on. Okay. Uh, and what are you trying to pre? Um, I want to see what the aura looks like around the scepter right now. Uh, the aura around the scepter uh, is actually visible to with human eyes. It, it's uh, just a, it's that red helix formation that forms around it. Okay, thought there'd be something else. Can I speak to the scepter again? Um. So uh, how are we feeling about this? Yeah. There's no, no response. <laughs> Do you think we can win this? Can you can you help us? Once again, no response. Come on, we were buddies, man. Uh, I kind of want to, I'm going to do something dumb, but I just need to see if this will work. I'm going to take the scepter and sort of just like tap it on the tree. Well, you're quite a ways away from the tree right now. I'm going to go closer towards the tree. Okay. I you, you, you can, but Wait, we're going to have to roll up. initiative. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Is there a point? Uh-huh. Is there a point? 14? Yeah. Because I'm going to let you know, it's got a 4 right now for its initiative. <laughs> I got a 13. Oh, what? wow. Well, the one time we all do better than the uh, than the monster. 15. I got a 14. My initiative is plus 4. <laughs> all right. You still beat us. So, <laughs> so Mordecai, Suzette, Giram, Alder, and then the Golem. All right. Cool. Okay. Mordecai. I'm going to make my way towards the tree. Okay. Okay, wait, 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 sorry. And so in relation to where we are, the golem and the tree, where where is everything? So the golem's ab- uh, about 30, uh, excuse me, about 35 feet in front of you. Okay. The, the tree itself is about 80 feet away. Shit. Like behind us? Is it behind the golem? Uh, behind the golem. Ah, okay. That was the main thing. Yeah. And it, the golem went after the unicorn once it started to move, right? Uh, well, it didn't necessarily go after the unicorn. The unicorn just galloped away, and the golem kind of unearthed itself under the unicorn. Ah, man. How tall is the tree? Uh, the tree is very large. Um, it's probably about 35 feet. Okay. Don't know how tall that is. That's weird. Like about I can't, I can't visualize anything. That's three and a half stories. Okay, I don't think yeah. that. 
so I'm going to create unseen or use unseen servant and I'm going to test the water on this, but I'm going to have the servant um, invisibly as it may be just move around the golem or at least towards it. I think it'll the move. servant needs a command. What are you commanding the servant to do? I'm commanding the servant to kind of move clockwise towards the golem or just like in an arc towards it. Okay. I just want to see if it, it just like follows it to some degree or if it's like sensing something, like just senses movement. So, okay. So you tell the servant to um, go towards the golem? Yes. And you uh, see the little pitter, or the little indentations of grass um, begin to move away from you. Are you sure we can't fight the unicorn? Uh, the unicorn is about uh, 120 feet or so away from you if you want to go after it. I'm, I'm like, is this an either or? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the unicorn's still there. Huh. <laughs> you so want to go kill the unicorn? <laughs> so I just think we have a better chance against the unicorn. <laughs> Tactically. It's 120 oh. feet is within javelin range. I was so. kidding. Leave the unicorn alone, guys. Yeah, just you might saying. live a cursed life, a half Oh, God. So is anything happening with Unseen Servant? I mean, he just moves um, towards the uh, golem and he does so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything <I've>, else? <laughs> um, am I able to pull out that spell or, yeah, that scroll of animal messaging? Uh, yes, if, you, if you'd like, yeah. Cool. I'd like to pull that out and try to talk to the unicorn. Okay. Uh, let me just make sure that the unicorn is actually uh, an animal. It's a horse with a horn on it. I would hope so. Yeah, but technically there are some but fake it, creatures. Yeah. It may not be like You're a fake normal creature. enough to talk to. That sounds weird, but yeah. The unicorn is not an animal. Shit. Despite its beast-like form. Shit. Okay. Um. You want to acid spray the golem for us? <laughs> I think I'm a bit too far. I could get closer. I don't want to get closer. I'm going to move the unseen servant leave that as my turn okay um yeah you you move uh move him towards it uh the unseen servant goes over and stands next to the golem well as close as it can get can it like throw a small punch or like a flick nope it's not it's not close enough it's it's the unseen servant isn't even combative it can only it, it its punch is like lightly like a, pushing on yeah. someone it's like a slight breath of wind so yeah i can't make it like flick him nope He's out of range even then. <laughs> mm, okay. I'm gonna pull out my sword, light it up. Okay. And I don't know, step, like take, take a little like five footer closer to the golem. Okay, move five feet closer. Yeah, and that'll end it. Okay. <laughs> Not looking forward to this. Garam. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Just gonna stand by Suzette, honestly. Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> uh, Alder, <laughs> how far? <laughs> how far is the uh, is the creature from me? Uh, the the golem is thirty-five feet away. All right, I can. How many? Let me see. I want to see if I can run around you them. You said that the, the noise of locusts or crickets 
Cicadas? Cicadas. Started when the golem popped up? Yes. Okay. So... I would like to start to run around the golem. Okay. Um, and like, I'm, I'm trying to make it to the tree, but I'm not trying to go like straight toward the golem kind of running around him. Okay. So you're trying to remain out of his like, yes. Okay. Yes. I have a speed of 30. Um, so the field itself is about, or circumference wise, it's about, uh, 120 feet. Okay. Uh, this little sanctuary is what we'll call it. Um, so if you're gonna go thirty feet uh, around it, mm-hmm. okay. I'm just getting 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 a gauge on where exactly you're heading. Um, so you're are you trying to do like a wide berth around him, or are you just trying to like cut as close as you can to get to the tree sooner? Trying to cut wide berth, close, wide but berth. not too close. Okay. So like a medium berth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to know. Okay. okay. So you start moving over. Um, you're kind of climbing or going over because this is actually this room does have like terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going up slight little slopes and hills and uh, kind of traveling over rocks to get uh, over to uh, where you're going. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily difficult terrain, but it is uh, a little bit cluttered in here. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, as you are um, moving over and preparing uh, yourselves here. Um, the golem itself mm-hmm. realizes that we're nothing to contend with and shambles away. Is it away. taking its turn now? Yep. Because I wanted to, I wanted to cast something before I ended my turn. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought that was the end of your turn. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, I wanted to cast fog cloud. Okay. Um, it uh, creates where? a fog cloud of uh, it's a twenty foot radius, so I want to cast it fifteen feet ahead of me. Okay. So essentially, I would be casting it and then running through it on my next turn, or at least that's what I want to do, assuming I'm not going to get murked. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Cool. And uh, about so with you with your medium birth here, exactly how <laughs> far? Sorry. Are you placing yourself away from the golem? Um, I want to give myself like probably fifteen feet. Fifteen feet. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys excited for the golem? Absolutely. I'll tell you something here. (laughs) It's going to take its turn on the next episode, unfortunately. Oh. (laughs) We'll uh, we'll find out exactly. what, what the happens? rock is cooking. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to go episode. home. Um, I'm going to die. <laughs> Yo, yeah. I'm going to die so hard and so fast. It's okay, buddy. Everybody has more health than me right now. I haven't gotten so... touched once. I feel great. <laughs> Got touched. This this is that's what I get room, for being an idiot. Um, but here we are. Yes. Uh doing our thing um next episode we'll figure out where this goes um we're gonna do our usual plugs here um so real quick thank you for coming to the table james do you want to hop on a mic real quick laugh at our misfortune yeah first i think you guys are playing this current encounter 
very stupidly. Uh, it's clearly a puzzle. I don't know why anyone's drawing a sword or anything. You should be dashing directly towards the tree. It, yeah, guys, come on. It's it's every time you hear a cicada, it a puzzle starts. That's not even close to being true. That's just Jarak. I'm pretty sure it's just Jarakmus's sound for when she's doing something deceitful. Yeah, but starting a puzzle. Yeah, every time a bell rings, an angel gives us wings. Shut up. I've, every time I've had to write down cicada. every time a cicada starts because I'm going to add in that noise, and then a puzzle starts. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's a puzzle. We still have to contend Could with a, a golem. Battle. No, you can just dash away from it. Clearly, I That's think... That's what I'm doing. He's playing it smart. You, you're like five feet to the golem or something? I yeah. But talking I, to the mic. I, also, talking I to- also have the most AC and the most health. So if anyone needs to distract the golem long enough for them to mess with the tree, it's going to be me. But okay. This dude's so, got 10 health and he's got 13. Um, I have 11 health. You oh, saw in the it's book. 11, so shut the fuck up. You, uh, you guys saw in the book that this is extremely hard to beat. Yeah. It, probably like, my- like in an impossible for this party to beat possibly. Nothing's impossible at when you this put your moment. Mind yeah. It. Okay. So that's clearly Corey saying, guys, don't fuck with this. Just do the puzzle that you should be trying to figure out. Corey's not even looking at any of us because he's like, oh yeah, James, James knows so what's James, going well, on. Your he's podcast, like, huh? Or he's like, or he's like, this is just a boss battle. Like, if they do anything else, it's gonna be bad. You said it's immune to everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, one form is immune to everything. Welcome to this episode of the Roundtable. Okay, yeah. uh, first, I want to give a shout out to Orange Ranger Videos. That's Orange Ooh. Ranger Vid on Twitter. They're loving this podcast. Hey. Yeah, seriously. Thanks for that shout out. No, we yeah. appreciate you, you so much. And then listen to my podcasts, Mostly Speak in Sentai, This Movie's Gay, I'll Get There, and What the Hell Mouth. You can find all of those on MLMPod.com or just search those names wherever you're listening to this podcast. And then listen to my music, Marsh, <laughs> Land, <laughs> Monster. Alrighty, see you guys. Bye. All right. God damn it, Corey. Uh, yeah, uh, also check out our Instagram. It's hit it and crit it. It's H I T I T underscore A N D underscore C R I T I T. We're also at Twitter. Yes, our Twitter yeah. is hit it and crit it. It's now no ampersand. Orange Ranger hit us up on no ampersand, just A N D. Okay, just remember mm-hmm. ampersand. 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 It's a fun ampersand. word. I like that. It's a great word. Uh, and uh, where can we not listen to Alder's podcast? <laughs> oh, dude, you can't listen to mine right now um, okay. at uh, Anchor. Just whatever you're listening to this, you'll find it eventually. It'll be there. I hate you so much. It'll be there. It's so... You need to put that on, Roberto. Yeah, I mean, uh, excuses that aren't valid right now and other things. You get, know, the holidays. Get it? What? <laughs> you know how it was. Christmas is rough. You know, <laughs> the holidays are in April. of April. Yeah. You know, the holidays, the Emperor holidays. Yeah, Christmas in July. <laughs> it's not even July, though. <laughs> it's, 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 it's ah, that's close enough. Two-tiered meme. <laughs> All right. Thank but you yeah, for... You cannot find uh, the kitchen sink coming to you soon. I promise. Thank you for not having me on that podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Everyone's on that podcast. 
Yes. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for uh, tuning in, guys. Um, we're we're going to wrap it up here with our Lucy Goosey usual suspects. So with that being <laughs> said, thanks for watching. It's been a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks, thanks for tuning in. Hit that shit and crit that shit. Peace out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <That's older. laughs> oh god i don't feel good <laughs>